Warning. Every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magic Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 29. I am your host, Nooney, joined by the usual two suspects, as uh, per usual, like usual, in usual, Mike and Juan. Hello. This week, you're going to be in for a treat, unless you don't like the big O, in which case, you're going to be in for nothing. Hmm. Because you probably won't be listening. Most more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into talking about the big O, I guess I should apologize for getting this episode out a week late. A uh, lot's been going on. Uh, I was going out of town uh, for the past four weeks straight. Every weekend. So I've, I, just, I just didn't have time to actually come over here and show up to be able to record it. And whenever I did come, uh, we had a lot of family over, so it was really inconvenient to actually try and record anything without mm-hmm. there being a bunch of loud, bassy Mexican music playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a bunch of drunk people uh, splattering about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, how dare they? Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> how, how dare, dare they? they? How dare they splatter alcohol? <laughs> Uh, so what have you guys been up to in these past three weeks, uh, except for this weekend, since man, I know what you were up to. You were there. I was there. I was Me partially too. there. <laughs> I was there up until a point, and then I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nothing really. I mean, last week I... What did I do last week? Actually, nothing. I mean, yesterday, all I did uh, during Easter, because, I mean, I... We, my family didn't really do anything was i laid in bed and watched all of the maze runner movies <laughs> <laughs> every one of them those are pretty those movies are pretty long like they're like two hours a piece not including credits jesus yeah they, they are pretty fucking long so i sat there for six hours watching one through three Just um recovering. a lot of people compare them to uh like the hunger games yeah. uh I, I would say the first one is comparable the the other two are not that is to say, uh, I have never seen past the first Hunger Games. Perfect. Um, yeah, I and and I kind of feel like I should have done the same with Maze Runner, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one of these days we'll talk about. <laughs> Cause yeah. All right. What about you, Juan? Um, not much. Just traveling for my job, and oh, yeah, uh, you, when we you were out of town the the week before we were gonna record, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Just, you know, doing Missouri things. Uh, playing you. playing in the mud, chasing pigs. Yeah. <laughs> stereotype, stereotype, stereotype. <laughs> um, yeah, when I when I touched down, it was uh, raining. And then when I finally got my rental car and I was leaving to, you know, the hotel, it was snowing. So <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was it was bad. Oh, how was that drive? Ah, oh, man, I was scared because I'm not used to driving in, in snow and in, in rain. Especially rain that became snow on the floor. Yeah, it was it was scary. It was a new experience for me. How many donuts uh, did you do? None. I was surprised. Like I, I thought I would be skidding everywhere, but I guess they gave me a, a good car how that had they? good traction. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, and this weekend I went to Del Rio and uh, I watched the movie with Mike, and uh, we watched. Uh... We watched Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. I was gonna want. I I want to watch that. Should I watch it? Um. Mm. Do you like '80s references? I was born in the '90s. Boy, does it have '80s references! You remember that one song, Juan, from from the thing? And <laughs> you remember those other the, that's that one sitcom that everybody in the whole fucking world knows about? Dude, what about DeLoreans, dude? DeLore, dude, DeLoreans, you know, <laughs> so, Rick and Morty, Back to the Future. So I, you what know, you're telling me them. is it's exactly like the book. Yes, because that's what I heard. What worse. the book is like. 
even worse in the sense that they removed what little plot the book had. Wow. And they changed a few things, which, because, uh, like, I didn't finish the book. I will admit that, because I couldn't finish the book. I'm surprised you started um, the book. <laughs> I started the book at the behest of uh, some friends telling me it was an entertaining read. By no oh, means did they God. say it was a good read. They said entertaining. <laughs> um, so I gave it a try, and I was like, I don't like this. And then I watched the movie because I was like, you know, despite me not liking this on principle, it looks beautiful. I will say the visuals were nice. I, I enjoyed the visuals of the movie. From I enjoyed I heard, a couple of scenes in the movie. If I heard this right, um, they finished filming uh, everything two years ago. And the past two years have all just been uh, rendering the 3D and stuff like that. The fuck, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's understandable I mean, because two, I did either one or hear two about like um, I heard that the way they did um, like the way they did the filming was basically like uh, they had all of the cast members wear VR headsets, <laughs> and uh, they had um the the actual sets reproduced within virtual reality. That's crazy. And they were all just in this really big white room, and so they <laughs> would walk around so that they could envision the sets. And so they were seeing like, uh, like a, I guess like not a completely realized version of the set, but like a good enough version, and <laughs> so that they knew cool. where the doors were and stuff. I, yeah, I thought it was neat how they did it and stuff. It's just, it's just kind of funny that they went to such lengths for such a shallow movie. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, I mean, yeah, this, I mean, Steven Spielberg probably saved it in some regards, cause yeah, but like, I don't know, like I, I just. <laughs> I dislike it because of the message um, that, like, the, the the author tried to portray, where it was, like, you know, um, his whole thing of, like, like it, every, it was just, like, how do I put it? The guy that created the virtual reality thing is his self-insert. Mm-hmm. And the main character is another of his self-inserts in that his main character gets to experience all the things that he missed out on as a child because he was a shut-in. And so the book was, like, his, like, um, catharsis and that, like, he's, you know... Uh, He's living out these things, even if they're not real. But then, like, the book also tries to portray the bad parts of being stuck in virtual reality. But he's so, like, stuck on living out these dreams within the book that he forgets to tell that message. (laughs) And then Steven Spielberg was like, you know what? Uh, At the end of the day, it's your choice. And that's, that's how Steven Spielberg left it. He was just like, you, you do what you want to do. You want to hang out with people in real life? You want to spend life in virtual reality as an idealized version of yourself? Fuck it. Do it. But let's talk about the, the guy that was crying. Okay, so there's we somebody the crying during the movie. We went, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, we went to the movie, right? Yes. And there was people that would laugh behind us pretty loudly, and it's understandable, you know, it's a it's a it's a family movie, so people are gonna be a little obnoxious when it comes around to stuff like that. Um, the thing is, though, um, towards the end of the movie, uh, it, I guess it gets sort of dramatic, but once again, the writing was so fucking shallow and the portrayal of it was so terrible that, like, it, it has no impact. It's like, nobody that is an adult should be affected by these things, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and so, like, at the end of the movie is when, like, the, the whole, like, creator of the virtual reality world or whatever, he's, like, trying to teach the main character a lesson. This isn't really a spoiler. It's because, I mean, it's you know this is going to happen. He's just... He's like, you know, the, the whole, it's the message of the movie. They're, they're talking about the whole message of the movie. And the main character, you know, he sheds a single tear because he's like, oh, I understand now. And <laughs> the people next to us, which were two large males, um, they began to weep. Not cry, not sniffle, but weep. Audibly, loudly. And it wasn't just them. It was multiple people in the crowd that were was crying. It? Yes, they were crying, oh, one. They were crying, and then upon the end of the movie, the majority of the crowd stood up and began to clap. Yes. And it was then that I knew that I was truly in America. (laughs) You were born in the wrong generation. That's what this movie was. It was essentially, I was born in the wrong generation. That was this movie. I don't know. It's just uh, like I said. Don't go watch that movie if it's like one of those where you're just like, oh yeah, you know, it looks kind of it's interesting. Gonna have some fleshed out lore and so. No, God, no. It's, it's got it's, out lore. it's got no. It's got nothing to it. it. It's very hollow, but it looks pretty, and that was my main draw of the movie. I wasn't disappointed in that regard. 
But the Iron yeah. Giant and Sub Zero and uh, the Iron Giant thing was so Mike, weird. Mike was just waiting for the Gundam. The okay, whole you see, I wanted the Gundam to come out because I had seen it in the commercial and I wanted to see how they do it. And I wanted to see if like someone in the in the the army of people that were showing up, you know, shouted the whole like it's a Gundam, and then someone corrects them with a no, it's an RX seventy six, and then you know shit like that. But they didn't do that. And then I was talking to say, uh, our friend of ours about the differences between the book and the movie. And more or less, there wasn't supposed to be the Gundam that showed up and the Iron Giant was supposed to have been destroyed within the first few uh, seconds of the fight. Um, <laughs> it was actually supposed to be Ultraman that came to the rescue and oh. destroyed Mecha Godzilla, not, uh, not the Iron Giant, which kind of disappointed me because I would have much preferred, you know, Ultraman to show yeah. up. But I understand why they didn't do it because uh, versus a Gundam, no, everyone Nobody... would have been like, what the fuck is that, dude? I mean, Nobody how... would have understood. Even How less popular would would Ultraman have been in the eighties? Actually, Ultraman had an American dub release in the nineties. I remember watching it as a kid, and I <laughs> yeah, believe they too. called him Omni Man. I believe they called him Omni Man or something like that. Not Ultraman though. Um, but yeah, so he did have a release here. It's just there wasn't enough like popularity as far as things. I mean, he's mm-hmm. huge as fuck in Japan, as is you know other Literally. stuff. But um, wah, wah. he's <laughs> literally and figuratively the most popular hero in Japan. But yeah, so I mean, I understand why they didn't do it. I just would have preferred it. Would have been really cool, but and they went with Gundam. It was still pretty neat seeing it. You know, when he did it, it, it was cool. Um, the whole Iron Giant thing was kind of dumb, but I was like, "Fuck it, doesn't matter." Well, you there know was, what else didn't matter? Turtles and and Tracer. Oh boy, Tracer. Yeah, Tracer showed up what like three or four times. I believe. Yes, but just Mike jumped in. What what yes. what did that ass do though? Who? Tracers. She showed up. Um, a f- like most of her scenes were just popping in. One of them, when they enter her club, um, she's dancing with Reaper. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, she's waltzing with Reaper. And that was that. Deadpool made an appearance in the movie. Mm. He made a, he made a quick appearance in the movie. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. We had Master Battle Chief. Toads. Battle Toads. Ninja Turtles. I think I said that already. The DeLorean. <laughs> Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. The Joker. Batman. Of course. I mean, there was just... It was a bunch of stuff. That's what you're saying, is I shouldn't watch the movie. Uh, probably not, if... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't highly suggest it. Like I said, I went for a specific reason, and, you know, that was not... Yeah. <laughs> I got to see Riff Raff during the three weeks that we were gone. I heard you, you told me about that. Yeah. It was or you, a, I remember something about it. It was a decent <laughs> enough experience. Riff Raff was a uh, sell. Like the only notable thing that I will say about the concert was Riff Raff was selling his Four Loco flavor and he was like shilling it as hard as he can to the point where before he went on stage, they picked up two fridges with the clear glass doors full of that four logo flavor and had them on each end next to Riff Raff. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty it was pretty great. We got to take a picture, he was wearing a glove, I was like, Why are you wearing a glove? Tried to make a wrestling reference, he didn't get it and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I thought you liked wrestling. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went on, and like each week that I was going to Austin, I bought like a new comic and a new board game. Of those two comics, were one was Snagopus. I have yet to oh. read it, but I love the artworks. I bought the last three, and evidently they made a new Kickass. Kickass is a girl now. Oh, I I remember about that. Yeah, it's it's a girl now. Yeah, and, and so- the main or the original main character is a cop now, isn't he? I don't know. I haven't read it. I'll, <laughs> I, I just bought it because I read the last three kickasses. Wait, la- yeah, the last two. Kick-asses. I mean, I saw the ending of the main thing, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. So I got this because I was like, "Oh, look, they're making another one." I guess I have to get it since I've read all the other ones, and that was hmm. that was mostly that. Also, before we start the actual review, I gotta say I skipped. Uh, two episodes. I was originally gonna k- skip just three episodes, or skip three episodes, but then I got to episode twenty-six, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" 
So I yeah. went. I was slowly going back and watching some of them before you came, Mike. I was also working on the website. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you guys should check out our website. You should go to mbt.moy. Mm-hmm. It's up now. Yeah. It's out of date uh, for the most part. <laughs> but you're not supposed to say that. Hopefully, by the time that this episode goes up, it'll be back up to date and uh, roaring and ready to go. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. It took me long enough to to do it. I'm sure. I'm sure more time isn't is worth fixing it or whatever. Welcome to programming, Nuni, where you write something and now you have to take care of it forever. Ooh, I'm ready. I've been ready for this since high school. Mm. Never did it, though. But now I've done it, and now I feel... Uh, what's the word when, when you thought that you would be excited about something and you end up being disappointed? Is it just disappointed? Um, it's just disappointment. Yeah, I just feel <laughs> as disappointed as uh, I didn't expect to feel. Yeah. But that being said, you know what's not disappointing? The second season of Big O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? Honest, what's that? I, I, no, I, I'm just laughing at your transition. <laughs> nah, no, one, one, one seems like he's disappointed. And honestly, I'm disappointed only because, I don't know, it just felt too... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It felt too convoluted. Mm-hmm. It was Tomatoes? very filled with information. Yeah. yeah. Too much information, and then towards towards the end, it just, like... It was very open-ended in the sense that, like, they gave you all this information, and it led fucking nowhere. Yeah. I... That's, that, that, that is the thing. It's just... I mean, you can come to at least a decent conclusion as to, you know... I'll agree that... Considering the two episodes that I skipped and all the information that I felt that I missed, I feel like it, those episodes and the last two were super convoluted. Mm-hmm. Like since, uh, like I said, I, I skipped those episodes and then I went back and I was like, what the fuck? What's all this bullshit that's happening? <laughs> like up until I think episode 22, I felt like they were just kind of drizzling everything at a good pace. And I was like, man, this is pretty good. I like it. And then, you know, I skipped everything. And that's that's when everything went to shit. As in, yeah. in the city. Yeah, everything goes to shit. Everything just falls apart more than it more than it has. Mm-hmm. And uh, they bring in new characters. Many. Well, a a new character. Um, the one that looks like the Joker. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, uh, I'm very he, bad. he has like a very stereotypical yes. name. Daniel something Gabriel. Gabriel or something. Uh, hold on. Man guy. While Mike looks that up. Uh, what did you... Alan Gabriel? Alan, Alan Gabriel. Gabriel. There you go. Pretty uh, Alan generic Gabriel, name. Yes. The Joker fused with uh, with the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. You loved him. And honestly, I mean, this. I we, we established before on the last podcast that the... The studio that made Big O was also the same studio that did uh, Batman. Yes, the animated. And also. honestly, they you get more Batman vibes with these way, characters. Way, way more. Yeah. I, I was I was gonna bring up later that I felt way more of that Batman vibe uh, throughout the entire just last thirteen episodes. Because before I was like, oh, I could see where uh, where this um, art style comes from, but then. Yeah. There were points where I saw characters and I thought, man, this is, I think this is exactly like some other background <laughs> character from Batman. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It, it's not. It, it fits with that style. It's not like they just copied and pasted it. Yeah. Um, it, they, they still kept the art style, which I like. I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like the reason there was heavier like crossover was because maybe was they were aiming towards because like they a, were trying to cater towards the American audience that made them more popular. Especially because Japan had pretty much all but given up on them. So. Yeah, especially considering that Cartoon Network co-produces, they were probably like, "Oh yes, the America, they love the Batman's." <laughs> yeah, and I also feel like because they knew who they were catering to, they also made the second season a little bit darker, in some ways. 
like you could still you could tell that at least in the dub they were there was still a bit of like censoring and other stuff going on because mm-hmm. like there was a lot of mention of destroying things and never mention mentioning the word kill or death and yeah. stuff yeah yeah a lot of robot beheadings tomatoes they talk about a lot of tomatoes <laughs> roger is a tomato <laughs> you know <laughs> when when it was revealed that roger was mass produced that really got me. I don't know if like if it was leading up in the two episodes that I skipped. I just saw like that little flash and he was like, "No." And I thought to myself, "Whoa, yeah. I didn't see that coming at all." I knew everything was I, I see that everything was a simulation, but I didn't think that he was like a mass-produced robot like Dorothy and it then it made Well, yeah, sense. because it, it comes as a shock because throughout the story in the first season, they make it seem as though he's unique yeah, and they yeah. keep trying to like mm-hmm. say they're like, "Yeah, Roger, you're special for some strange reason." And I guess that it's supposed to make him more special in the sense that he was a mass-produced unit that somehow manages to, you know, surpass every other mass-produced unit. Yeah. He wasn't one of those rotten tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Mike. <laughs> he was no tomato, according to the old man. He was not a tomato because, uh, you know, even though he was mass produced. Yeah. So there was a part where um, main bad guy White Suit mentioned that Roger was a fake, uh, you know, whatever the Megadus, what's the word? Dominus. Dominus of the Megadus. Yeah. Uh, what happened there? What did I miss? Cause it, like I said, I skipped. When did they? Mm. When did they mention? Was it that reference that he wasn't a, that he wasn't a tomato? Honestly, they just threw that out of nowhere, didn't they? Yeah, they they called him a fake. But I mean, the thing is, like, most of the people that were meant to pilot a a Megadeus were mass produced to begin with. Yeah, cause... so it's not like they weren't. Like, I mean, what I'm assuming they tried to imply though was that the tomatoes were supposed to be Dominus's. Mm-hmm. And Roger was like some fucking civilian or something. Like a civilian, a civilian type uh, mass-produced unit. <laughs> yeah, he was a civilian type mass-produced unit. Just like, you know, a general purpose one. And for some reason, Big O still managed to choose... It, like, Big O chose him. Big O still decided on him. Yeah. And Big O's, like, significance was that Big O was one of the bigs, which are, like, the central Megaduces. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know. It was like you know there was mass produce this, mass produce that. So another thing I want to talk about was um at one of the little flashes that they give you while they were like showing you Roger's mass produced stuff was a flash with Roger next to who I'm assuming was a uh, main bad guy white suit's dad. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Would that yeah. would that imply that he was like an android for his father? Or is that just implying that Roger is like really old and just? I mean, the thing is, all of them are old. Like, mm-hmm. I, like the whole implication that they were simulations was that they've all done similar things repeatedly. Like they they've all had multiple roles, and I guess just like occasionally, Angel would add new like beings characters. to the world. Yeah, she would add new characters to the world to try to change things up or something like that so that they would eventually succeed as a human race. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just that, yeah, like Roger for some reason had been there from the beginning, but I feel like the, like the, the way everything was worded and set up, I think Roger was supposed to be a background character. Probably. Like that's, that's the whole implication of this thing. It was that Roger wasn't a tomato. He wasn't supposed to be a Dominus. He was a mass-produced, just blank body. Like, he was supposed to be a background character that for some reason developed his own personality and managed to, like, you know, continue succeeding. Yeah, he he became, in his own way, he forged his own path. And he managed to, like, go against, I guess, his programming, Destiny. And that's what made, you know, that's why he managed to convince Angel of the whole thing at the end and stuff, because... Him out of anybody made the convincing argument, and also because he's a negotiator. <laughs> and let's talk about Big Venus. Let's talk about Big Penis. Yes. Big Penis. <laughs> big penis. <laughs> um, I 
kind of like the design, even though there is nothing different than it's, Big it's, O. It's Big O, but it's with a Big mouth. O. Yeah, it's, it's Big, Big O, o with with without his face. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's Big O without his face. But he's but just, I like just, it. Uh, I like the skull face. He's just uh like they just inverted the colors. Yeah, that's what it is. And and I don't know. I just like it, but I also like that he. It's a destroy of wor- of worlds because yeah, like he's he he's touches there everything to, and it's and it's just disappears. it resets. Yeah, it, it destroys. It begins erasing everything. Yeah. But then you know, as as he appears, uh, you know, Roger manages to convince Angel that you know, uh, hey, stop it. As long as you, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he he was just like, you don't need to reset everything after things get a little fucked up. You know, he's just convincing him that like people can get better, people can you know continue to persevere even if they don't have memories, even if they're not real, even if. Uh, you know, like above all else, humanity will continue to, you know, evolve and continue. Mm-hmm. But so. it's a little kind of sad because if they're simulation, that just means that they're programming. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Going, going on an infinite loop. Infinite they tomatoes. Are, well, I mean, he broke the loop essentially because he allowed them to continue where they were. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Roger comes back and he's still. The thing is, though, they didn't really show if Roger's the only one because Big Venus had like. Had you know destroyed a significant part of the simulation? Yeah, Yeah. and so I don't know if it's just Roger that has his memories now. Maybe I mean the only thing that they really showed at the end was um, everybody was back and happy, and uh, for some reason Angel and Dorothy were right next to each other, and you know they're lesbians. They okay, they're lesbians. (laughs) There was this one moment where Dorothy was a fucking savage when. Uh, Angel came in like dripping wet, and Dorothy mm. was like, "Oh, let me start a fire. You're gonna catch a cold." And she was just like, "Oh, just give Roger a message." Blah blah blah. And then uh, Angel told Dorothy, "I know you don't like me, but I like you, Dorothy." And then she walked down the stairs and left a puddle on the floor. And uh, Butler guy came up and he was like, "Oh, Dorothy, were you talking to somebody?" And she was like, "No, I wasn't." And he was like, "But." <laughs> But I saw, and then she said, see, I'm capable of lying, too. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Sassy robot. It's the sassiest robot. With- I'm, I'm glad that she comes back after, you know, they, they decide to not erase everything forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she, she gives Roger his, his sassy robot. <laughs> She's best robot right next to Iggy from Ergo Proxy. <laughs> I, she, she was uh, she was cute. I really. No, you mean Pino, or do you mean Iggy, the sassy robot that fell in love with uh, Riel? Oh yeah, yeah, Riel. yeah. I, I remember Iggy now. Yeah, because we got we got Iggy and uh, Pino from that are uh, robots and uh, that are androids in uh, fucking Ergo Proxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iggy was crazy. Iggy became crazy. He became. He was okay, and then he, <laughs> he became, became crazy. crazy. I was like, mm-hmm. Iggy, calm down. It's, you know. <laughs> It's just a goth girl. <laughs> I really like the buildup of the romance in the second season. Like it was, it was like kind of there in the first season, but I felt, uh, yeah. they like there was a point where it, they kind of like uh, rushed it in a way, but they didn't yeah. rush it too suddenly. It was like you you felt like there was something there, and then all of a sudden they went to go eat like dinner, and Roger was like. You want the fuck? And Angel was like, yeah. And then Angel was like, why ain't you giving me the fuck? And Roger was like, I think I want the fuck Dorothy. That's when he knew. That's when he knew that he was an android. That he too was uh, not real. I mean, they're data anyway, so I mean, they're they're all, the implication is that they're all data. Yeah, and Dorothy was. But is Angel data too? I feel like Angel Angel's is the like the, the yeah I no I don't I don't think Angel's the programmer I I think she's like Maybe she's like I a feel protocol like she, yeah, yeah like yeah, I feel like, like yeah, she's yeah. like the main pro like she's she is the program she's but she's an she's sentient and she's in charge of like you know deciding whether or not to get rid of something so I don't think Angel was human 
<laughs> we're all just actors in the play. I think some of the well, I mean, some of the other people were clearly like users or like admins, I guess. Just, <laughs> you know, popping into the world and fucking with the virtual people for no reason, <laughs> other than to just hang out there. I mean, like the old man and then the the CEO dude. They they were clearly you know there yeah. just to be there. Yeah, that makes sense because they they kind of knew more of what's going on yeah like they knew more or less about everything and they had memories and they kind of just dicked around the entire time yeah and there's quite a few people well there was one more character that died early on but supposedly he had memories too but he was also a robot and that was like the twist oh where, yeah yeah that... where you find out that he's a robot when he when he gets shot mm-hmm. i feel like like, I don't know if, like, these were... I mean, this is me just coming up with random shit, but, like, w- as far as the memory things go, like, I don't know if, like, they were, like, actually, like, completely manufactured memories, mm-hmm. and they were just giving them to them as, like, as... Uh, or, like, like they were leftovers from previous, like, runs. Right. Or if they were, like... um, Like, they, they belonged to actual people, and they gave them to, you know, their lookalikes or something in the thing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would make sense. Um, there was one reference which probably everybody got, um, but towards the end when when Angel had that book, the Metropolis uh, thing, Met- Metropolis. So of course they had to put Metropolis in it because Batman. No, Batman. Um, because <laughs> uh, no, because of the style that that it was in the the noir and the sci-fi. Yeah. Metropolis was the first sci-fi movie, um, and I tried watching it, but it's like. Garbage I, I, don't, I don't know. I it, it was long. Like you can find it on YouTube, mm. and I don't remember if it's like two or three hours long or or more. I think it's like four hours. I don't remember. And it's a silent black and white film, and that's where you get your whole um, skyscraper science science sciency forties uh, type look to it that Batman uses as well. Mm-hmm. You get that from from that movie, or or for for that style. So, in case you want to watch it, it's it's out there on YouTube. I'll make sure to to glance at it eventually. Yeah, because that it seems interesting, but I don't know. yeah, but it it's rather old. Um, I tried watching the Phantom of the Opera one time. It didn't go too well. <laughs> I I watched that. <laughs> But uh, but this one's like I said, it's rather old. Uh, you really have to invest time in it, and um, it's really slow paced, as as you'll see with with the long timer that it has. Is it uh, is it a talkie, or no? It's not. Okay. It's a silent film. Perfect. They play. Um, when they did like I forgot the anniversary for it. Like they they remastered it and they actually did a live orchestra for it. So they. They did like a concert for it. That's cool. Yeah. So in Japan, they actually re-aired the first season to lead up to the second season, and I thought that was pretty interesting, considering that it wasn't really too popular in Japan. Hmm. Yeah. That was just a little... What? I don't know. I mean... You would think that they... I mean... Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they did that in Cartoon Network also or on yeah. on Adult Swim or whatever. But they did that in Japan, and I, I thought, well, if it wasn't popular the first time, why would it be popular the second time? <laughs> just just to make sure. All right, just just making sure, guys. Just, just... <laughs> you also hate it? Yeah, yeah, do? <laughs> yeah, oh, still, okay. okay. All right, <laughs> we'll just we'll go back to Toonami or whatever. <laughs> They're still using uh, the same soundtrack. Yeah. And it's, it's surprising, like, in my opinion, at least, it surprisingly didn't get old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I like the music that comes from it. They overplayed it quite a bit, but, I mean, I still enjoyed it. So, I mean, it's not, like, a big issue. Yeah. They knew when to play it. They knew what to do with it. Yeah. And I, I like that, that some of the background music was actually playing in real life. In the show, at least. Yeah. <laughs> because there were times when, when I'd hear this, like some of the songs that those uh, pseudo-French people were, were singing and stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's that's pretty cool background music. And then like it, w- 
it showed them actually singing the song and <laughs> sometimes it just showed it just like showed the music actually just being played outside in the world mm-hmm. yeah um with that chorus and stuff mm-hmm. um or even in the first season when uh uh dorothy when you first meet dorothy and she's about to sing yeah you think it's part of the soundtrack, but it's actually the the concert that they're in. Mm-hmm. The the Penguins nightclub. She never sang again. Mm-mm. I I I felt like that would have been another thing. I also felt like, uh, considering how the beginning of this second season started, that the like elders that knew, you know, that hadn't lost their memories or whatever, would be a bigger part of the story. You'd figure, but they wound up just being fodder like the other people who also began to have memories. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, they, like that, that was my one of my gripes with the show, where it was like, they would say that this one person had manifested memories, but like they would never go into detail as to what the memories were or mm-hmm. anything like that. Or it would just be like, yeah, he's got memories, and then they would die. Yeah. I'm like, what, what, what memories were they? What the <laughs> fuck? Because like, our only frame of reference was Roger. But I mean, I don't know. Some of the old, old people seem to just have regular memories where it's like, I remember when I was a young boy. And <laughs> that was it. Like, I was like, all right. So, I mean, I guess not everybody has a horrible, horrific flashbacks where there's some fucking, like, child with a barcode on the back of their head piloting a death machine. Do they happen to go into more detail about those kids? Uh, the kids were the tomatoes. Well, I know they, that, but do they go into more detail about those kids? Oh, about the other kids? No. You see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, one could assume that the those kids were, were all um, just you know, they were they were ro- like they were yeah like they were probably all the people that we saw piloting them as mm-hmm. a children at some point. One became but... tomato sauce. Another <laughs> one became ketchup. Exactly, like they all became different stuff. You different know, they one turned into salsa, and uh, and then there was Roger, who was uh, who became. You know, he he wasn't he was, the, he wasn't he was a, a Shrek tomato. ketchup. He was he was the green he was, ketchup. He was the green ketchup. <laughs> Nobody wanted yes. him. Everybody thought he looked gross on their hot dogs, but they still sold like, it. What the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. And then somebody bought it, and uh, yeah. And then they're like, they're like, hey, I'm glad you negotiated this ketchup because I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause I like I like it in the sense that it's like we find out Roger was supposed to be like a fodder character. And then as you know, for some reason, Big O, which turned out to be the fucking antithesis to uh, to the God robot, uh, was like, I like you. And he just picked him <laughs> just for no fucking reason. Like, he, he never gave a reason. He was just like, you I know like what? You. I like this well, guy. Well, wasn't Big O mass produced as well? Yeah. Mm, it, not that specific Big O. There was other Big O's, but that it, Big O specifically, for some reason, was, was like special. the supposed to be the special one. Because, yeah, him crossing over with Big Venus, like, they reset everything. Because it you like, they fixed everything. Because they had it, Roger Smith's mom, that's why. <laughs> It had it had a piece of Roger Smith's mom in the core mm-hmm. in the in the in the uh, I, whatever the fuck the, the 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 thing was again I can't remember. The thing that connected and, to uh, it made you know it made her physical forms quite unstable, so she was crazy. And then at the end, Roger Smith masturbated on top of Dorothy, an unconscious <laughs> Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but, that um, that happened yeah. in the actual show. They just didn't show it because Cartoon Network wanted to censor it. <laughs> You know what? After that after they took out Dorothy's, you know, brain shit, Roger was like, "Oh, Dorothy, how I mm-hmm. wish I could have sexed you up." And then, so, but then they showed his cum covered hand. They censored it with a tomato. Just <laughs> 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 tomato. I like uh, I like to think that um, the reason that they kept calling Roger a negotiator, other than the fact that he was a negotiator, was that. He was probably mass produced to be a negotiator, and that was probably to like the title that is. they gave him. Yeah, that was like. Well, at the end, he gained a new title, which was director. Fucking really? He became the director when he director when he was convincing Dorothy. When he, yeah. I mean Dorothy, when he was convincing Angel, he became director. Hmm. So he 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 made a you know he he reached uh, the the peak of what he. So is he, assen- he did he evolved. essentially take uh, Angel's place since Angel was a director I don't, beforehand? Mm, I don't think Angel is 
director, I think hers is just like a whole other thing. And he's just kind of telling her, I guess he's telling her what to do in that instance or something. So maybe, I mean, she's still in charge of everything, but I think it's like, I don't know. You see that like they didn't show if she's aware anymore of the fact that she's big Venus or like connected to big Venus. So like, I don't know if in this new world she remembers that she is, or if that was omitted or whatever, but so, I mean, I guess in that case, since Roger does remember that he is above her in that sense, mm. and he was the one that negotiated with her and convinced her to, you know, not fuck everything up again. Yeah. So, I guess they traded places, so... Yeah, he know, took the responsibility so that she could yeah. live the life of a normal human being. Which is what she always wanted, according to yeah. uh, what that French lady with the curly hair implied. Where she was like, French you're here to, uh, yeah, pseudo French lady. The, da, oh, da, the da, Russian? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Was, was it French? I thought it was Russian. I mean, the song, the song felt Russian, but I feel like uh, their like accents were what a stereotypical French accent would be like. Hmm. You know, that's just Maybe. how I felt. They were just yeah. generic, uh, what's the word? Generic Ambiguously game. foreign. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I feel like she kept implying that Angel just wanted just wanted to live her life when uh she had told her, "Oh, don't you just are you starting to enjoy your life here? Are you are you forgetting about your mission and this and that and blah blah blah?" Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Angel wanted all along and Roger was like, "Oh, I'll give you what you want, baby." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't juggle two women. <laughs> oh, I watched him do it. Yeah, he's the negotiator. He's negotiator. Fine. They came to terms, Mike. They came to terms. <laughs> oh my! I actually enjoyed that. I liked that they did that. Yeah. I, I, it was cheesy as fuck, but you know, we, we have come to terms. I, I mean, it was like, I, I understand. It was like you know, everybody accepting that they'll never recover those memories, or like that they'll never have a history. They, they don't have a background. There is no past, and so they just have to keep moving forward. Yeah. I kind of like so the they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna keep going back. I kind of like the way that they set up the cliffhangers on this second season, towards the end, like with the two parter things and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Inconvenient for me, but interesting in the <laughs> show. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, Juan. I I, <laughs> I agreed with you. Um. But honestly, I feel like I wish it, it was more successful so they could have gotten more money and they could have had more seasons. Season. Yeah, I feel was, like but, they really wanted to. But then again, the director really did want it to keep an open-ended uh, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of had a, I guess, meet both ways between his, what he wanted and what Cartoon Network wanted. Yeah. So that's why we got this. Not completely unsatisfying. Not completely yeah. unsatisfying. But some people of the look to uh, theorize. We have come to terms, Juan. We have come, come to, terms. to terms. We've come to terms. We've, We've come, come to terms. This, this middle of the road ending. <laughs> Not bad. Not great. Yeah. Not great. It could have been worse. It could have. They could have rushed it more. They could have rushed it more. So... How do you guys feel? I mean, like Overlord season two. What's that? Uh, it's, I know what that is. It's been it's been very rushed. God, God, they spent six episodes talking about fucking lizard people and like the intricacies of their society. Have you guys mm-hmm. been keeping up with anything this season? Um, beyond that, uh, I haven't. Particularly, no. I was just more looking forward to the Aprils, like the spring season. So, I mean, when all the stuff I'm waiting for starts to come out, I'm down. It's just, I don't know. This past season, I haven't really been into anything except for, yeah, Overlord. Mm. And you? Fuck no. I mean, <laughs> I was, uh, I was keeping up with Pop Team Epic and uh, Citrus for a while. Citrus only because I, just, I really enjoyed the uh, the manga and Pop Team Epic because the first episode was it felt like every third episode it fucking sucked. So after <laughs> the sixth episode, I was like, Meh, I don't have time for this. I got things to do. I just couldn't get into it very much. 
I did see the final ending song because someone showed it to me. I, I thought it was kind of funny how cheeky they were being, but other than that, uh, and I'm gonna... like the 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 ending because they played a song at the very last episode at the end of it, and the whole song was essentially uh, "Grow the fuck up and stop bitching about little things in life," which was about the show because apparently even in Japan people were talking shit about them. So <laughs> yeah, to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> from a, a show that's uh, as what's nothing but shit posting. Yeah, nothing but shit posting. Pretty much. Let me find that song. All right. So Juan. But while we're doing it. Yeah. What would overall? What did you think of the show? In in, mm-hmm. in a few words. Still liked it. Still liked I the enjoyed style. it. It was enjoyable. Um, interesting story. Second season felt like they could have done with more episodes that like you know expand things because everything felt kind of compressed and a little overwhelming at times mm-hmm. agreed it, at least for me especially towards the end yeah where everything is just just the, end the, of evangelion the, <laughs> the little the little trickles that they spelled that they were giving us throughout the show i feel like spilt over and they accidentally like tripped and put the bucket in the last four episodes oh yes speaking of everything hitting the fan um i like the i like that one scene where big o just has this huge ass cannon and shoots big foul and still misses (laughs) he just he just grazed his shoulder and arm yeah (laughs) you would think i mean i guess that's why you know uh, what's his face? It's like you're you're weak, Roger. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he's just like talking shit about it, and, but half of his body's gone. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, the whole city was destroyed uh, too. Hey, the whole city looked like it was destroyed before before that <laughs> happened. So I don't I don't know how much that affected anything. Because when I jumped in, I thought to myself, "What the fuck happened? Where did the city go?" <laughs> Just robots, just fighting. They didn't care anymore. I didn't give a fuck. What would you rate this one? Mm, I I don't remember what I gave the last rating, but I'd give it below it. So maybe uh, I'd go down to a 3.9. Wow. Out of 5? Out of 5. Yeah, out of 5. No, Juan wants so, to give it a 3.9 out of 10. Because he's a monster. Uh, three, three point and this is for the second season, right? Yeah, yeah, just for the second. Yeah, about a three point. Yeah, three point nine is a good score. Whoa. And I. And for you. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll go. I'll go the same. Because I, I actually okay, like the second are. season more up to episode twenty-two, and then. You know, it just goes crazy. Yeah, it just goes kooky, and I liked it for a little bit, but it went a little too kooky. So I'll agree <laughs> with you guys. Give it, I'll give it a three point nine. Seems yeah. like it's well deserved. And that being said, are you are you ready for the uh, tier extravaganza that is Clanad to come next? No oh boy, no oh boy. Good thing I'm living alone now. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. The next episode it will be Clanad. Uh just the first twenty three episodes or whatever. Not after story or anything else. I believe I accidentally Gabriel accidentally spoiled it for me. He made a cheeky reference and I was like, Oh, I think he just ruined the ending for me. <laughs> the way he said it without knowing that I didn't know anything about Clanad. And I you know, I happened to be able to avoid any talk about any of that show, but knowing how popular it is, and I thought that was pretty cool. But now, everything's just ruined. So now you yeah. can't cry properly. Now I can't cry properly. Thanks a lot, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell him when when he said it, though, because I was like, oh, well, okay, I'll just save it for the podcast, <laughs> see if he listens. <laughs> and if he doesn't, well, then he, he'll never know how much, how much my heart hurts. <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, so yeah, I might have I might have ruined Clanad for other people too. Who knows? Well, there you go. Uh, there you no, go. they can't cry properly. No, they can't cry properly. I'm gonna uh, 
I might just snip that part out. We'll see. <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. Also, I wanted to ask you guys. So, you know, we've been doing fillers and whatnot for uh, stuff and things and whatnot. Uh-huh. That have, it, it's been like anime and non-anime and American animated things and this and that, and mostly movies. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about uh, changing up the order of things in a way where we do, you know, a popular anime, then a unpopular thing, then we watch some kind of American animation? No, uh, that's heresy. Whoa. Sure? Oh, whoa. You mean for the filler thing? Or no, I mean in general. in general. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd be fine with that. I, I really yeah, don't mind. Like make it yeah. a three a three-week thing. I mean, there are, you know, Western-style animation stuff that I have been meaning to get to, so... Yeah, because he, yeah. I've been... We haven't done a filler in a while, and there are, like... Another reason that I started this podcast was so I can talk about these uh, weird shows that I really like with other people. You guys are now the other people, and I will burden you with my with my likes. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this long list on my phone that I was like, oh well, there's a lot of stuff that I want li- that I want to watch, so we'll get that, and we'll see you, all of you, everybody that's listening to this in two weeks. Um, go to the website, check it out. Give us uh, no constructive criticism. It I did my best, and it is by no means <laughs> mobile friendly. Not by a long shot. I did. I haven't even tried starting the the programming for that bullshit. Yeah, good luck with that. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, you could reach us at uh, MBT Podcast, or rather MBT Uh I also registered another domain name, and I'll just redirect it to this website because because uh, of the stupid .moe ending that I love so much um, <laughs> on the Twitter Twitters we are at Magical Broadcast on Facebook we are facebook.com forward slash MBT podcast and you can send us emails to MBT podcast at gmail.com I've been your Magical Bro host Nuni with his Magical Broettes Mike and Juan we'll see you guys in two weeks say bye bye bye